0: Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. Uh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh. Good morning. One, uh. two, one. Two. three. Good morning. Ooh. Good morning.
1: Today. G'day, thanks again for getting our preview podcast of Macquarie Diva Stakes Day. This is our Saturday morning all business update. Good morning Vitsicati.
0: Top of the morning to you
1: Ralphie. Mate, we've had uh, little scratchings. It is the most glorious day of all time in Melbourne and we've got perfect uh, track conditions. So we don't have to worry about that as a factor. Let's start with race one. We just underline here, please get your race speed profiles out. This is an accompaniment to the information you've got. Vince, for a uh, for a benchmark 78 that they've been playing with here in Melbourne, this actually got a little bit of depth to it and I notice here you expect them to break benchmark is there a betting opportunity
0: well the reality is it's not the sort of it doesn't race it doesn't profile like a race for me because it's up the straight but it's hard to ignore cause for concern and little miss uh Kubi is it yep it's just so hard to ignore them they just profile so well they're reasonably priced of course the caution is this what part of the track are they going to go on to? This is going to be the first use of the track. So that's, th- that's the only uh, issue I have. So my caution is myself from a personal level, the best I can consider is like a C-grade bet, one by four on either the two or the 10.
1: And you see there in the IVR profile there that clearly the best this prep is uh, cause for concern. That was an excellent win up the straight, this track, this distance. So that's his challenge.
0: If he brings that, he's, he's probably winning in his way odds. Well... That's exactly right, Ralphie. And, and the, the score, if we just, even if we peel it all the way back, I mean, the worst the horse I feel could probably go in this race is benchmark plus a half. That's very hard to see him miss the top three.
1: And I'll, I'll just mention one here. I know this is a minor race, but only because it's $34. Coles Ridge is on your grid. He's got a good first up
0: profile, this horse. He does. The only challenge is, right, yeah. is where. what do you do with Barrier sixteen? Where Where are they going?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, I just thought I'd put that on the table there for our, yep. our uh, customers there. Right, a, a race two in the program, low, moderate confidence. Only minus one point five length below benchmark, although of course it is harder to run time uh, in, a, in a staying trip. Shayar's pretty short price. Here's the thing, Vince, and I'll probably I'll get you clarity here. I think the market's really gravitated to the weight drop, so it's low twos odds. But what we've got here is interpretation at mid fives, you know, serpentine about uh, you know mid fours. Both those are stakes placed at Flemington this track, this distance last spring in real races. So that's where the market's gone. What were what, what you thinking?
0: Well. These, all these runners that have come in below benchmark are capable of racing above benchmark. It's just where they're at right now. So they're not below benchmark type horses. It is a tight race. And the reason why I marked it low to moderate is not so much because of their IVR scores, because he's number one. Number 10, what are you going to do with that? United Nations. Have a look at that performance last start at Mooney Valley. I thought it was outstanding coming off a 9.3 lengths below benchmark first first section, went plus 1.9 between the 8 and the the 400, and matched that speed in the end, I can't help but feel that this horse is going to sharply elevate. And you have to take into consideration, Ralphie, that previous two runs, they were run at much faster pace. This horse is ready to do something. So... I see that challenging both serpentine and the eight, and then then you've got interpretation like you said. So this is why I found it a tough race. There's only three slots. I don't like it when there's four chances myself.
1: All right, I'm, I'm sure you don't think there's four chances in race three. This is a race that, well, yesterday I mean we, we really pulled apart what's going to happen here, and the market really gravitated to it. So yesterday we said it was a two horse race, and didn't know Jack it was about four dollars versus two. I think about two thirty. Well now. They're almost equal favorites, the market's really come for Detonator Jack. He's the fit horse on the scene, he's already had a run, we know he's going to improve at 1400, but Antino's got some real class. So, Sunday morning, what's
0: your final thoughts? I'm still in the same place with these two horses. It's very difficult for me to shy away from that. I I can understand why the money's come for Detonator Jack, but by no stretch of the imagination is it a classier horse than Antino. I do have an expectation this Antino might be something a little bit well above average. We're going to find out today whether that's the case or not. The downside for me only is it's very, very tight and I sort of lean to Antino myself. Yep.
1: And a couple there for Maltese, uh, Nicolini Vito and Umgawa. Nicolini Vito, you only have to forgive one run, at Caulfield, who's super, and Umgawa there has just been rock solid. So they're both at mid-teen odds if you want to consider for Maltese, but um, that's not uh, – I know that's not the way you, you tend to play. Race four in the program here, there's some very promising colds, So I found it really challenging to try and say, well, this is what they're going to do, uh, but there's some real ones that look like they've got some
0: upside. Your final thoughts here? Well, a lot's got to <laughs> – my view is, let's look at the seven here, Lakota Fire. It's it's a pretty big price. I'm surprised it's that big. Is it because the stable's unfashionable? I'm trying to really understand, or is it really, okay, it's 1,100 metres, and that's what our problem is.
1: I, I think it's more the market's not trusting the the, the, the parks and the Mooney
0: Valley form. Right. Probably
1: wrongly, but I think that's the reason. Right. Is that what it is?
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, probably can't really agree with that myself if that's what the market's saying. I just feel that this horse is miles over and does look to get its opportunity for a top three podium. And King's Gambit, no doubt, is probably the most significant horse away from uh, Lakota Fire, Ralphie. But this is, I'm just locked into these two horses myself.
1: Well, I know you don't let odds put you off, and there's as much as $18 around for Lakota Fire, so that's the uh, thoughts Saturday morning. Uh, Race five in the program here. One of the shorties, I can't fault this horse, Legacies, uh, uh, just think she gets the absolute perfect run, but do have a bit of respect for uh, a couple of the Eustace runners. Again, we covered this race yesterday. What's your final thoughts? You only got this as low to moderate confidence race.
0: Yeah, I downgraded the race, Rolfie. Just, I mean, Legacies does profile like the one but goodness me it's really really tight <laughs> in the market <laughs> yeah, yeah. you want a bit more generosity don't you well i do particularly back this time ramp, 1400 meters plus i want that extra little bit of franking it's a decent size field that pace is probably going to turn out to be a little bit faster than maybe a lot of people might expect yep. and therefore this could create some some dangers
1: so you've included Griff there as your uh, most advantage there from introducing a Mojave Desert. And I guess with Griff from the inside barrier, he gets, gets to have a very, very cheap run for Mark Zara.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: All right. Uh, race six in the program here. Again, low to moderate confidence. And I, I take it, and we, we covered this yesterday, but we're talking yep. business here. It's just basically a straight track uh, raffle <laughs> that's putting you off.
0: Well, oh, absolutely, Ralph. This is a good time to go and have something to eat <laughs> nice
1: for, for the record of course and like we said we want you to be uh, reading along with us but skirt the law steel city estriola right righto the main race uh we're talking business it's high confidence mr brightside alligator blood princess grace spanish mission which way are you going to be are you going to be playing because uh, again I know you like keeping the
0: place on side. well I'm um- has that price shortened on Mr. Brightside? I haven't looked yet. It's about a dollar ninety-five best by look oh, 2 dollars bet fair. That's yeah. Right. Is there any dollar thirty a place floating around? Well there probably will be with a yeah. seven horse field, yeah. Well, this is what I'm hoping for. Usually what happens is seven horse fields, they tend to pay really tight, particularly for a, a standout type runner. But there is a chance it might be a dollar thirty, dollar forty, even a dollar fifty, who knows, right? <laughs> this is Mr. Brightside. I, I I can't steer away from it, Ralphie. I just think it's gonna be way too good.
1: Well, I, I do think they'll will bet that because there's money for Princess Grace, and uh, yep. and and as we explained yesterday, that was a compressed finish due to lack of pace. But if he explodes third up as he's got a history of doing, good luck.
0: So, yeah, and so, then there's yeah, and there's alligator blood, right? That's right. But yeah, absolutely. I'm not ignoring these horses. Of course, I, f- I feel that they're all got plenty of talent. There can be a case made for Agon and Osipenko, even Franco Gardi. So there's lots of cases to be made, but I'm away from all the illusions and just sticking with the, the core fundamental facts that – can they be a little bit more generous, please?
1: <laughs> well, another star is, uh, is Amelia's Jewel. It uh, has her first Melbourne run in race eight. We covered it in depth yesterday. When you f- add your final thoughts here, Amelia's Jewel, see you in heaven cast – wrote to Ataki for what it's worth, and we, we've put that big stamp on cast last autumn. Uh, I did hear one of the Hayes boys this morning on RSN. He's very, very bullish about its chances. It uh, comes down to position and running. What's your final
0: thoughts here? It does come down to all those things for sure, Ralphie. Uh, do, you, do you have any insight at all like what they could be potentially targeting for Amelia's jewel, Ralphie? Oh,
1: well, the, the owner let the cat out of the bag yesterday and yep. said, well, if it's really impressive, we might even have think about the, uh,
0: the Everest, but definitely the Golden Eagle is the main target. Well, here's the horrible thing. I just think it wins. That's my view. I just believe it just wins. It looks too good. Even with a number of disadvantages that it may potentially have in the race, I can't help but feel this horse has got at least one to two lengths on the competition. I'm not suggesting that a couple of horses might not be able to make that next step and that is in particular cast, even wrote, wrote to a target. They are capable of making that next step. They haven't done it yet, so I'd need to see that. But the reality is, if I just blanket out the noise, it's Amelia's jewels too good for this competition, first up 1400 it, Despite all the negatives, I am disgusted in the price. Yep. But too skinny. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, are the corporate bookmakers going to be a little bit more reasonable in life? Or what are they trying to do? I, I mean, do know
1: that it's about two dollars a bet fee. I reckon. I reckon it'll get back to even money.
0: It should be three dollars, personally. Yep. And the only reason why, it, on class, dollar twenty. Yes. On the way, this race maps. It should be three dollars for good value. I'm hoping this horse is going to drift. Yes.
1: I I dare say it will because of that position running query. So it's a matter of how far it drifts, of course, and whether you you get involved. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah, perfect rider as well, Ralphie. Well,
1: 100%. Okay, race nine, we discussed this. This was just a a, a look, a ripping each way play for King of Sparta. Of course, Benedetta's rock solid. It's our times, rock solid. And Star Patrol, the emerger who you said yesterday, uh, that barrier trial was very, very slick. And Clint McDonald, again, on RSN this morning, backed that up that he's got very, very high confidence about it. But as we always say, you've got to be able to do it. It's one thing to look like you can do it in a trial. You're going to be able to reproduce it race day.
0: Ultimately, that's what's got to happen. It's hard to steer away from myself from King of Sparta and Benedetta. They're profiling right at this moment. They profile the ones to beat. Star Patrol, obviously, if I peel it all back and look at overall holistic profile and class, this is still the highest potential horse in the race.
1: I do note that I think there was seven dollars when we spoke yesterday, and now it's about as much as uh, it's about five fifty King of Sparta. So I like that a little bit of market confidence. Probably, hopefully, our customers got the seven dollars. And and speaking of which, a horse uh, <laughs> Macarum was fourteen dollars. It's uh, into eleven dollars now when we get to the last race that uh, uh, we we made the case for for why it's going to shorten. Uh, whether it can win or not's another thing, but we certainly made the case that the market will come for it, and it has. Uh, but finally, in the last race, you've settled on the two favourites, Devoted, Karina. Sabak makram uh, Any further thoughts to what we said yesterday?
0: No, I feel that's right. This, I'll be surprised if this race turns out to be like a different winner. Everything sort of points that one of those runners will win. It is a genuine four-horse race. It's not a race in one or two. That speed through the first section will be the most critical factor in this race. If they run orderly, then Devoted and Sabak are going to be extremely extremely hard to beat and if they run super fast they're also going to be extremely hard to beat so they're the best chances for Mubarak and karini to win they're going to be looking for a race that's going to be below benchmark soft tempo at in that case they have the opportunity of, of beating them
1: all right uh once again we really appreciate you being a customer have a good read of the race speed profiles and have however you outlay hopefully the luck's with you today